Derby Silk Mill Commemorations No Communists Allowed How did the CPB appoint itself the gatekeeper of the British working class movement? Advertisements for this year's commemorations of the Derby lockout of 1833-34 included exhortations to remember your past, fight for your future, and to uphold working class solidarity. But it seems that by the definitions of local trade council and CPB gatekeepers, membership of the working class is confined to those who uphold their Labour Party aligned orthodoxies. Betrayals. The march and rally commemorating the 190th anniversary of the Silk Mill lockout was trailed on Saturday, the 10th of June, by the Morning Star with an article by Communist Party of Britain member Moz Greenshields, in which she, quote, invited all and sundry, end quote, to come and participate. Don't miss this for the world. Local members of our own party, the CPGBML, had tried repeatedly to hire an official stand at the event, but, after much prevarication, were told this was being denied on the basis that the organisers were oversubscribed. Nevertheless, East Midlands members responded to the open invitation and turned up anyway, setting up a stall and handing out leaflets only to be told by the very same Moz Greenshields that while all and sundry might be welcome, the CPGBML most definitely was not. The petty and sectarian behaviour of the CPB gatekeepers to this working-class gathering was revealed during the day as they persistently harried our contingent. First, they were told that the empty piece of grass they were standing on had been booked by someone else, a someone who strangely never appeared. Then, that there was a, quote, health and safety issue, end quote, since they hadn't filled in all the proper forms. Whilst our members engaged with other stallholders and organisations in a comradely fashion, they were met with hostility and aggression from all sides. Despite having advertised nationally for participants, one of the accusations levelled at our comrades was that some of them were not local. Apparently showing solidarity to our comrades around the country is now also an offence. The desperation to find excuses for the official rejection of our party's presence was palpable. Finally, bureaucracy and sectarian pettiness gave way to political venom and our contingent was informed in no uncertain terms that their party's anti-trade union message was not acceptable to the silk mill organisers, by which it was plainly understood that our anti-Labour Party message was not welcomed by these errant boys of social democracy, the incurable anti-communists of the so-called Communist Party of Britain, and their friends in the trade union bureaucracies. So what were these self-appointed policemen of the left really afraid of? 
a real communist approach to the trade union movement. The CPGBML is not against trade unions or the trade union movement. We are against the bureaucratization and NGOization of the trade union movement. We are against those leaderships of trade unions who work with the imperialist Labour Party, which is backed and controlled by British monopoly capital, the sworn enemy of the working class. We are against trade unions that obey the immoral and crippling anti-trade union laws. We are against trade union promotion and celebration of wage deals that leave workers starving. We are against trade union deals that preserve conditions for mid-level workers and above while leaving low-wage members to depend on food banks for survival. We are against trade unions that hold back working-class political education and refuse to offer meaningful leadership in the struggle against British capital. Trade unions have played a major role in many revolutions, in Russia, in Vietnam and elsewhere, but those unions were of a very different type. They were not the lapdogs of the sworn enemy of their members. They were wolves on the heels of the enemy. Our party does not want to weaken the trade union movement. We are fighting to make it as strong as it was in those successful revolutions. We are fighting to rid the working class of the control of bought and paid for servants of capital. This is not only possible, but necessary. It must be done if we are to move forward to socialism and avoid the downward spiral of poverty, unemployment, crisis and war, which is all that workers have to look forward to under conditions of capitalism. We will continue to do everything in our power to convince the rank and file that they need to create a leadership that is committed to the emancipation of workers which is prepared to fight outside the respectable confines of lines drawn by capital and do whatever is necessary to win. And in order to do that, we will continue to help workers understand that both the capitalist imperialist ruling class and the Labour Party which serves that class are our enemy. We will continue to apply Marxist science to all areas of our work and we will continue to do what we can to connect that powerful liberation tool with the mass of the working class. We will never be scared to tell it how it is. We will never be intimidated by the barrage of lying propaganda that fills Britain's corporate media. It is the capitalist's job to try to stop us from building a socialist society. It is our job to do it anyway. Challenge your ideas, challenge their propaganda, seek the truth, serve the people, change the world. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment, subscribe, 
and share our content to help us reach the widest possible audience. We are a small organization with limited resources and we need workers' support if we are to grow and fulfill our mission. If you are able to make a one-off or regular donation, no matter how small, please visit our website at thecommunists.org and register as a supporter.